Is there any other position in sports so critical that it could jumpstart or end your career? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hey, kids, welcome to your lunch hour. Ken LaVica, Chris Kokel, and a Wednesday appearance from Joe Rigotti, making sure that things run smoothly here on Ken LaVica Live. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate it, download it every day after our show. Kokel, you actually provided something that was valuable for one of the rare instances uh, in the 13 days that uh, we have been together doing this program. And for I that, I appreciate it. You did. Uh, you me. You sparked my imagination. You got my brain juices flowing. You came in today and you said, it is amazing how much pressure there is on first-year coaches to get the quarterback position right, to especially when they're drafting a quarterback going into their first year as a head coach. Like, that's their career right there. Their existence, their mere existence as a head coach with that NFL team is contingent solely on a 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old who's never taken a professional snap. And you are absolutely right. And this year, maybe more than others, has more coaches that are going to feel that type of pressure, including established guys who have known nothing but success in the head coaching realm. And uh, you look at, at Jacksonville, and I'm going to ignore the fact that you just tried to stuff half of a cookie in your mouth because you didn't think I was going to have you speak right away. This is, I mean, this is embarrassing. What? This is absolutely embarrassing. We started the show, and you decided you're going to keep eating the cookie. I wasn't done with it. What am I just going to let the cookie sit there? It's a peanut butter mm-hmm. cookie. Thank you, Manzos. And it was a peanut butter cookie, too. Like, there's chocolate chip. There's double, double chocolate chip out there, and you chose a peanut butter cookie. I was hoping nobody you were does, allergic. No, nobody does that. Nobody, nobody not, that's not psychotic does that. If you were allergic to peanut butter, you would have had to leave. And then I'm hosting the show. I, you can't seem to get that through your head as I want this to be my show. Can you answer me something? This is important. Before we get back to I was I started trying to compliment you because you presented an atopic for us. And it was awesome. It was great. But you have completely thrown that out the window with, with answer this, please. Mm-hmm. Why did you feel it was a good idea? 90 seconds into the show, when I'm clearly about to go to you for input on a topic that you contributed, why did you think it was a good idea to kill not a little tiny piece, but the entire final half of the cookie that you had in here? I don't know if you know this about yourself, but you're a little bit of a gas bag, so I figured I had time to get the cookie in. I mean, what? If you have a, I'm, I'm legitimately annoyed. If you have a cookie next to you, what are you just supposed to wait? I'm going to wait till yes. the break? You yes. don't break until 12.20 because we get off clock. And then I have the cookie stale or it's old and I'm not in the mood. 
Plus, you know when you already start eating a cookie and you have like the cookie taste, like I'm still tasting cookie, I might go grab another one because that taste is still in the back of my teeth and now I want more cookie. So until I wash it out with water or forget that the cookie's there, I want to keep eating cookies. So I had already started the cookie. The legal hit early. Surprised it went on time. I was a little thrown off station running correctly. A little confused. And I had to have a cookie left. I had to finish it or else the whole segment we'd have been talking football and I would have been thinking about, man, how do I get more cookie in my mouth? Does still tasting the cookie on the back of your teeth make you want another cookie? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. I've never heard of that before. According to Coquel, tasting the cookie on the back of your teeth oh, makes you want another mouth. cookie. Maybe not your teeth. Some people don't have teeth. I'm sure their tongue does more tasting than teeth. Does the residual taste of a cookie make you want to have another cookie? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Genuinely curious because Coquel just derailed the show and uh, very pertinent NFL draft talk. Very good point he brought up. He derailed the whole thing because of his uh, cookie obsession. So if Robert Sala takes Zach Wilson and he's a bust, he's in trouble. Okay. We can Jets. get to that now. Good transition. Way to just bulldoze your way back into that with no, no transition whatsoever. So as I was saying cookie boy uh this year you've got the jaguars urban meyer you've got the jets with sala you've got the falcons with smith those are three coaches in the top four that are first year guys who are all in theory going to take quarterbacks and in the nfl like you've got to get that right especially as a first year coach if you don't you've got three years tops and you're gone you're done and I can't think of any other sport, Coquel, any other sport where there is one singular position that is so key that you have to get right in order to keep your job. I'm, I'm at a complete loss for it because I think in the NFL, in professional football, this is, this is elite territory. This is rare air. This is that one singular position. It's the most powerful position maybe in all of sports. And I don't think it has to be a first-year coach. I think if Kyle Shanahan takes Mac Jones or Trey Lance, and they don't work out. Gets it wrong. And Justin Fields is a pro bowler. Yep. He's, he's done so. Yeah. Is there any other more powerful position in sports than quarterback? Especially a- the early drafted quarterback. Yeah. Like, your job's over. Is there any more, more powerful position than quarterback, and especially young quarterback? You're exactly right. High-end, high-expectation, young quarterback, 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Because the Jaguars, like we know they're going with Trevor Lawrence, but Urban Meyer, he is going to be maybe, maybe a fourth year if Trevor Lawrence struggles in Jackson. He, he may be safe. This is the weird situation, though, where Trevor Lawrence is such the first pick that he has no choice but to take Trevor Lawrence so if Trevor Lawrence is a bust, it may not look at him. No, he'll still get fired. Yeah, actually, I, he ju- I just worked my way through that. He'll, he'd still. Get I fired. mean, I think it's pretty. Or he'll take a heart attack and leave. Urban, <laughs> uh, I knew that was coming. Uh, Urban Meyer. I mean, he took the job knowing that Trevor Lawrence was coming his way. Like that was at, at the time that he took the position. Like you knew that that was going to be Trevor Lawrence. The Jets. So Sala, Zach Wilson. That's and how much? How much input though does Robert Sala give into? Zach Wilson, or is that something that that Joe Douglas already said, this is our guy, and Salah said, okay. I don't know. That's a tough one because Salah being, again, a guy who's getting his first job, I don't think you go in there and then tell the GM and the owner, like, nope, this is what we're doing. I don't care what you want, especially if you're not an Urban Meyer. 
Urban Meyer comes with a little more cachet, a little more of a reputation where he, mm-hmm. he can at the he college level, sure, sure. Yeah, but it's just in the there's star power in to the him. meathead football world. Yeah, the no, name no Urban doubt. Meyer makes you think of something. Where I mean, if Wilson fails, I don't think it matters if he pushed for him or not. I think he's done. You know what I mean? I don't. I think he will be attached to him whether he put in the even if he tells the front office the whole time, take fields, take fields, take fields, and Woody Johnson says no, I want blonde haired, blue eyed Zach Wilson. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Salah's gone. You know what? It does seem like there is, yeah, there, there's more pressure on Salah and the Jets to get this right than, well, not more pressure to get it right, but there's more, there's less job security if your quarterback struggles with the Jets, if you're Salah, than Lawrence with the Jaguars. Yeah, for a couple of reasons. One, yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence, franchise guy, but also Urban Meyer's the known quantity. Urban Meyer is, he's got a lot of cachet. He has a lot of acumen that he's built up in that area, too, uh, up there in North Florida. And so Salah going in, uh, he's, he's, this is it. Like, that's, that's his meal ticket. If, and you also had other options. Uh, you were pegged into Trevor Lawrence if you're Urban Meyer. You're right. Salah has other options. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and uh, that's where truly there was a decision to be made. What's crazy is Matt Rule in Carolina may have just bought himself more time. Because sure, because he says, oh, we got the scraps, or we got the reclamation project. We tried with Darnold. Uh-huh. Now after two years, if this fails, sure we draft did. one, and now I got a new clock for three years. You are right on for that. His his clock has not started yet, because they went, they got Teddy Bridgewater, then they bring in Sam Darnold, just to say, hey, maybe we can uh, kick the tires on this and get something out of Sam Darnold. Then I look great. If not, let's go draft a quarterback. You're that's what exactly he does. Exactly. That's right. what he does. If, whether he waits the two years or he feels like the little the seat get a little warm, it's his next year. All right, I'll have Darnold and the rookie, and then I play the rookie, yep. and I got three more years. I'm just th- in the NBA. This is the NBA is turned into. You need a wing. You need a scoring three. Best case scenario, uh, stretch four. Like that's what you're drafting now. You want someone who is six seven, six eight, who can score, who can handle those unicorns that are more and more common though now because that's where basketball is going. Yeah, you've got to get that right, but I don't think it's at the level of a quarterback uh, with with baseball. Uh, I don't know. What would be a, a similar position? Getting that hot left-hander that is a 20-game winner or that transcendent hitter that's going to live in the three or four spot in your lineup? Uh, you know, who a, a guy with a power hitter or a guy who's going to hit for average? Which one is it? That's why I think that the quarterback position, and maybe I'm missing something, but is the quarterback position the single most powerful position in all of sports Anywhere. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Uh, just looking at the draft order. So the Falcons are... Conventional wisdom would tell you that, yeah, they're in the market for a quarterback, but I suppose they don't have to go get a quarterback. They still have Matt Ryan. If you're Arthur Smith, and I'm just thinking about what Chris Coquel would do if he was head coach of the Falcons. Do you purposely not take a quarterback so that you can uh, buy yourself at yes. least the duration of your first contract? Or even you draft the quarterback but say, hey, we're going to play Matt Ryan for a couple of years, and then I start him, and then I start, so I have the but full five-year clock. Like, does yes. it work like that, though? If you draft a quarterback top five and then you shelve him, like does that that delays your clock your, start? Your clock doesn't start until the owner makes you start the quarterback. That's a, when, the, when the quarterback starts, like like Jordan Love, his clock hasn't started for the coaches in Green Bay. Okay. Like he has it. 
That clock has not started at all. It's when Jordan Love starts, then the clock will start. I mean, but I don't know Rogers. because that's I a think situation. I, I love too that we're starting your clock. Like that's such a stupid sports cliche. They start your clock. But I think Matt LaFleur's clock started when he didn't communicate to Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship last uh, championship game last year that they were going to kick a field goal and they messed up the third down play, uh, the second and third down play in their goal situation. His clock is started in that situation unless they get rid of Aaron Rodgers after next year and start Jordan Love and now he's got a three-year clock again. He's it resets. He turn, <laughs> you're just turn back the clock. No, you're you're just making up arbitrary clock settings. No, that's, now. T- that's a turn back the clock. That's what they call it. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love. I absolutely love that. But you definitely, if you're Arthur Smith, if Chris Kilkel was Arthur Smith, and you actually sort of resemble Arthur Smith uh, a, a little bit. Arthur New Smith Falcons sounds like coach. he should be the owner. Well, because you're thinking of Arthur Blank. Eh, yeah, probably. <laughs> But I, I do love Coquel now. Coquel is our clock-starting insider here on Ken LeVick Alive. If you have a question about whether or not a coach's clock has started, Chris Coquel is the man to go to. Hey, marriage, if- marriage. You have a kid, you restart the clock. and Your marriage yeah. is terrible for four years. Have a kid, restart the clock. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how that yes, works. you got another no, four years. Another kid is not a clock starter. Yes, it is. And if your marriage still stings and now you're fighting and you got a brat kid, Maybe the second kid would right. You get another four years. Have another kid. Restart right. your turn back has, the clock. Has your favorite coach or has your marriage's clock started or paused or turned back? Coquel is our clock insider. 888-760-3776. All clock questions go to Coquel. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Speaking of clock starting, Nick Sirianni. The head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles continues to play the hits. I mean, his introductory press conference wasn't enough. Uh, he, he has today gone out there, put himself out there again, and uh, he is already in that media market. This poor guy, he did not. I, it's like he's never researched Philadelphia He's before. running out the clock. He, like, he's already, he has not coached a game. He has not stepped on a sideline. And he's already running out the clock. But this, according to Adam Schefter, this was tweeted 30 minutes ago. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni declined today to name Jalen Hurts his starting quarterback and instead said it will be an open competition. So you go to the trouble of trading Carson Wentz, the whole drama, the soap opera that went with that. Carson Wentz wants out. Carson Wentz feels like nobody in the organization believes in him. They find a suitor. They send him to Indianapolis. Time for a fresh start. Uh, the, The clock had ended. Time had expired on Carson Wentz's time in Philadelphia. So young, hot shot from Indy, Nick Sirianni, offensive coordinator, Goes in to Philadelphia with Young, hot shot, showed a lot of signs quarterback Jalen Hurts, but then you should have seen the red flags when you heard the introductory press conference. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here, and I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going we're gonna to know, we're going to have systems Uh-oh. in place that, are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system Ooh, and we can get good at our system, like then our talent can take over. Black Less thinking midnight. equals talent take over, but we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place to do. Oof, boy. 
That is Nick Sirianni, everybody. So today, he says, no, no, I don't have a quarterback one. I don't have a QB one. Jalen Hurts is in an open competition with Joe Flacco. Is this good coaching or is this terrible nonsense? 